Welcome to It's Better Here, the official podcast of the Producers Co-op. Whether you are out in the yard, the field, the pasture, or the barn, we have everything you need. It's Better Here. Welcome to the show. That's right. Welcome to Episode 7. Show season is winding down. Austin ended this month. And wow, Mandy Joe, we have had a really good run here at the co-op. Yes. Uh, pigs are finishing up in Austin this week. We just finished the steers in Houston and got that show wrapped up. Proud to say we uh, were the feed of choice for the champion and reserve champion steer in Houston. And we fed over half of the cattle in the champion steer drive, so really proud of those kids, and I'm glad to see all their success pay off. I guess that mill out near Seguin is putting together some pretty darn good feet, isn't it? Cranking it it out, (laughs) yes sir. Well, today we'll be talking to the general manager. You you know Brad pretty well. Tell us about it. Yeah, I'm super excited to have Brad on today. You know, you always talk me up that I have no notes, and (laughs) I just know this stuff. If I was in charge of this podcast, I would take a lot of notes and still not be as good as Brad is going to be today. So I'm definitely going to learn some stuff from him. I'm excited to talk about some lawn and garden type stuff and production ag and what we're doing in this part of the world right now with seed and chemical and fertilizer. So he's the man. Yeah, we um, we were going to do this big springtime show and then winter showed up for a little encore the past few days. I'm curious because you've got so much experience out with the cattle. Does does it matter to them what the temperature is? I mean, are they just happy that they've got grass and stuff to eat, or is that something that has to be managed when you might have colder weather when it's supposed to be getting a little warmer? Right. It kind of depends on the time frame of life. You know, if you're calving, sometimes it can cause some problems. If you've got show steers in the barn, sometimes it can cause some problems. But we're not having as extreme of conditions that would you would worry about. It's just sometimes supplementing more hay or mineral or things like that. But the weather we're having now, no, they're yeah. cranking along. And none of the ranchers and farmers are going to complain about some rain and some right. free Absolutely water. Absolutely <laughs> not. We will take everything we can get at this point. Brad's going to talk to us a bit about something that's near and dear to my heart because I have a yard, not a ranch, <laughs> and spring break, which wrapped up for us here in town last week. That's always sort of a trigger for me. Time to start thinking about fertilizer and, and getting out in the yard and starting to do some things to try to, to win the impossible battle with the Texas sun this summer. But I think people probably may not know there's a lot of great stuff for that here, isn't there? Yes, we dedicate a big portion of all of our stores to lawn and garden. We're really passionate about that here and want to help everybody who has, you know, a quarter acre lot to 500 acres that they're trying to plant Sudan on. So we've got a little bit of everything for everybody. I've uh, read that one of the most relaxing things you can do is gardening. And so I have these two raised beds out back, and so this is going to be my go-to spot if I finally try to do something with those those raised beds. It's not necessarily going to be anything to eat, but just right. it's nice to get out in the morning and have something to do, take care of some flowers or some plants or things like that. As I told my wife, it's time that you're not looking at social media or television or the news, Absolutely. and that can be a really good escape isn't it yes i'm a firm believer that seasonal depression is a thing like when i can get outside the sun sunny and 70 and water plants or put tomato plants in the ground it just makes your whole day better well in a minute here we're going to be talking with the general manager and we're going to do it all right after this it's springtime time to get that yard in shape Skip the big box store, come see us at one of our three locations, visit us online, and follow us on social media. Remember, it's better here. His name is Brad Riley. He is the general manager here at the co-op. We know that's what he does now, but I asked him, tell us how you got here. Yeah, so, um, well, this is actually my 11th year with the co-op. 
Um, I started a couple of days after I graduated from Texas A&M. That was in the spring of uh, 2012. Um, so started here. Uh, knew this is where I was coming after I graduated because I had done kind of an internship the year before and got familiar with things. But uh, yeah, just jumped in and my goal when I first started was to kind of be everywhere all at once. I was up front learning retail. I was in the back learning trucking and loading and feed milling and all of those things. And just a culmination of 11 years, I went from kind of doing that to being the mill manager. And then uh, after Horace Wentzman retired uh, as a general manager, I was uh, blessed with the opportunity to take over for him as, as general manager. That's awesome. You know, people drive by. I'd tell you a funny story. Uh, four years ago, my son and I took a road trip to Clarksville, Tennessee to see one of my other clients. And there was a co-op there in Clarksville. Because he comes from that video game generation, he thought it was a co-op place to go play oh. video games. So you can imagine his disappointment when he walked in and found all of this stuff. And I think a lot of people drive by and don't realize it's not just for ranchers and farmers. For me, it's the week after spring break. That's sort of a trigger for me to start thinking about the yard. You guys have a lot of great, a lot of great stuff to take care of the yard, don't you? Yes, we do. We have we have a ton of uh, products and, and are trying to work hard every day to, to expand that. Uh, things from your yard, your garden, maybe it's the back 40, even down to flower beds. And, and you know, a lot of people like to have their own, whether it's just pots or a, a small bed garden or a big half acre. So we try to cover a realm of everybody with a, a variety of products. Yeah, I know. I, I was telling Mandy Joe in the setup, I've got these two raised beds that I've really neglected for a couple of years and I said I'm going to get some soil, I'm going to get some seed and I'm going to get out there and do some work with my hands because uh, Mandy Joe mentioned it, it can be very relaxing just to get out in the yard and, and do something that doesn't involve a keyboard or a smartphone or any of that stuff. It, it has a, a tremendous impact on your psyche, doesn't it? Sure, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing better than, I guess, the smell of fresh dirt. Growing up on the farm, it's a, it's a very distinct smell. There's nothing better. And for me, it's a, it's a bit of a hobby to get out. My wife and I like to keep our place nice, keep the yard mowed all the time, have flower beds and pots and things. And, uh, you know, now having two kids, it's nice to see them and they're all when we're growing things in the garden and they they talk about it so yeah we we try to have a lot of things to cater to the folks that are interested in being outside doing that all right brad so you and jason talked a little bit about the lawn and garden in terms of being in town and managing something like that we do a lot with production ag too what does springtime look like for production ag right now uh, so now's the time where we're starting to transition into folks uh, that have cattle or sheep and goats, something they, they need something for them to graze on. So uh, we kind of focus on uh, allowing people to have the ability to buy hay seed, whether that's a, a Sudan type seed or uh, any type of forage grass, Bermuda grass, uh, Klein grass, something like that. So uh, try to offer seeds. And then also a big part of it is the uh, bulk fertilizer. So we offer our uh, bulk fertilizer spreaders to customers where um, we offer a couple of blends that they can come and pick up and and whether they're covering two acres or 200 acres we uh, try to cater to to their needs perfect so you brought up fertilizer what are your thoughts and predictions on fertilizer what's in the glass ball on pricing and things like that moving forward yeah so here we are it's you know end of march and things are looking a lot better than they they were a month ago, even two months ago, we were coming off some of the highest fertilizer prices, I think, in history. I think this time last summer and into the fall, we were, 
I mean, just substantial high cost. I mean, really high cost. And and things have come down drastically. We're we're seeing major decreases uh, across the nation and the state. Obviously, fertilizer is a global market, so there's a lot of factors that um, go into it. But yeah, we're we're in a great position to offer people uh, lower prices than they've seen really in two years. That's great. So I'm going to hold you to this answer. You have to get it right. Predict the weather. What are we going to do this summer after that drought last year? I, I've learned here recently I've got to just be a positive person. So <laughs> it is going to rain a half inch every week, and then the sun's going to shine, and it's, we're not going to be able to stop all the growth from now until July. Oh, and it's only going to be about 90 degrees, none of these 100-degree days. Perfect. I cannot wait. It's <laughs> the best weather report I've heard in years. Um, so if we get some of that rain, you've got to fight some weeds. We've got some chemical availability. What does that look like? Yeah, so we have a, a broad spectrum of, of chemicals from pre-emergent type things to uh, stuff with residual, things to, to handle weedy type, uh, or I should say grassy type weeds, all the way up to broadleafs. Uh, there's things that you could be spraying in pasture applications right now to kind of uh, help curb some of the early on or early season weeds and then we've got things later on for brush control say you're trying to reclaim a pasture and you need to get rid of some of those woody type things like mesquite and weed satch and stuff so kind of a broad spectrum of, of herbicides and and even into some non-selective things like glyphosate or roundup if you're spraying in your yard and spraying edges and trying to control weeds in a, a garden setting we've, we've got those available as well so when you're not here at work what kind of things do you enjoy doing uh, so, well, that's changed some over the last few years. So I have a, a almost six and four year old. So oh, wow. uh, times are changing more doing activities with them. But uh, I guess my number one hobby throughout all the years, I, I really enjoy fishing. Uh, I've always loved to bass fish. I used to kind of competitively uh, tournament bass fish some, and then I like fishing on the Texas coast. But uh, other than that, my wife and I love to travel, uh, especially going to the Caribbean. So we try to go once a year, uh, make a, a trip. So those are kind of my hobbies. Well, I know everyone's excited about that weather forecast, so if it doesn't happen, we know who to blame, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Call yeah. Brad. Again, I continue to be amazed at, you know, the, the expertise needed to do all of this stuff the right way. People drive by and see cows and, and things out in the field and goats and everything. Because you, you can see right here in this part of the world, but it really is a science and it really takes some skill and you got to have the right equipment and the right feed to get the results you want and that's a big part of what y'all do here isn't it absolutely it's a lot of work it's year round you're focusing on a different thing for a different time of year and hoping and praying that it all works out i mean you can do as much work as you can and some of it comes down to luck based on the weather and application and things like that so it's a gamble every year but People keep doing it, and we appreciate that for them. And the people that buy the groceries appreciate it, too. Absolutely. And, of course, we want to let people know that, yes, Buddy is right here. Buddy is laying <laughs> right between our feet. He's always here. He just doesn't make a whole lot of noise when we're doing the podcast. Yes, he's the he best, is. most polite audience member in the history of all podcasts, isn't he? Yes, he's here managing us, making sure we're doing a good job. He'd let us know. So he's still active here. And if you heard something in the background earlier that was not me burping, <laughs> that was Buddy and me arguing over the tennis ball that he had uh, hanging out of his mouth. Hey folks, don't forget, whether you live in a tastefully appointed walk-up condominium in downtown Green or way out on 500 acres of land, it's better here. 
The It's Better Here podcast is a production of the Producers Co-op. Visit us in-store, online, and follow us on social media. Even when it comes to the weather forecast, it's better here.